This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Independent gay author David Menon, who has written more than 20 novels in the crime genre, has a new book coming out soon. The novel titled Uncle Dad is the story of a gay man living in Melbourne who tries to fulfill his sister's dying wish to adopt her two children, but finds himself facing challenges both with his partner, who doesn't want to raise kids, and the law which says that a single gay man cannot adopt children except in exceptional circumstances. Nicholas Kamenu-Sandry from The Informer sat down with David Menon to talk about his new book and why you should read it. My name is David Menon. Um, I'm uh, mixed race, half English, half Indian. Uh, born and brought up in the UK, but I've travelled all around the world uh, several times and I've been to Australia many times. And I first went there in 1986. Um, I was 24 years as a flight attendant for British Airways and uh, spent many stops in Melbourne and other parts of Australia as well. And uh, then I decided to give up and become a full-time writer, which is what I'd always wanted to do. And I now write uh, mainly crime fiction. Um, I've got a series of books that are set in Manchester in the UK, but also I'm setting a couple down in Australia now. Um, and uh, I have a, a private eye series that's set in Sydney and featuring my fictional character, Stephanie Marshall. Uh, all my books are available through Amazon. Um, and uh, last year, I decided to take a little bit of a holiday from writing crime fiction. And I wanted to write more about contemporary issues. And being a gay man myself, I wanted to write, it, write about contemporary issues from a gay perspective. And um, I read somewhere that um, there was a law uh, or part of the law on adoption in Victoria um, alludes to the fact that a, gay, a single gay man can only adopt under exceptional circumstances. So that kind of stuck in my head for several days, and then my writer's hat uh, was firmly on, and I started imagining, and I thought, well, what would be those exceptional circumstances? And then the story for Uncle Dad, uh, my uh, new novel, uh, came to me from that. So your new novel, Uncle Dad, it's a... Um, it's a- departure from your usual genre and it's set in melbourne even though you're currently living in the uk so tell me tell tell me about this book how does it how does it tap into your experience as a gay man why is it set in melbourne and uh how did you find departing from your um from your usual genre into 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 a new area well uh, the reason the reason why i've set it in melbourne is because i wanted to um, set some of my work in Australia um, and uh, like I said before I've been to Melbourne several times and I really love, really love the city and um, so when this idea came to me and it came to me because I'd read this particular article about Victoria I thought well I have to set it in Melbourne um, and I wanted to reflect what is a contemporary issue for gay men in terms of adoption um, and how one man, one gay man can fight to fulfill his sister's dying wish uh, and provide a safe and loving home for his niece and nephew. Um, and uh, I was ready, I was really ready, Nicholas, to be honest, to take a, 
uh, a break from writing crime fiction, you know, because I love writing crime fiction, don't get me wrong, but I just wanted to take a break from murder, mystery and mayhem, you know, just for, just for a little while. And um, I wrote a book called The English Visitor, which is about a guy who goes down to Australia and ends up finding the, the peace that he never thought he could have. And then Uncle Dad came along. And um, this is aimed specifically, you know, at a particular issue, contemporary issue for gay people. So how, do, how does it um, tap into, a, uh, into the... Uh, experience of being a gay person does it reflect your experience have you based it on you know certain experiences that you've had or that somebody else may have had that who you know of uh, not really i mean i i've never uh, adopted children um i've never tried to adopt children um i always wanted to 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 do that but when i was growing up as a gay man uh, it just wasn't possible certainly not in the uk and certainly not in australia either um, I'm 59 years old now, so when I was going through my 20s and 30s, it just wasn't possible. And um, uh, now I think it's it's too late. The ship has sailed for me personally. Um, but I wanted to put across in a way that is not preachy and is not kind of in kind of tell mode, but within the framework of a good story. Because at the end of the day, Nicholas, I'm a novelist. I want to write a good story and I want people to be entertained by that story, uh, but also to make them think a little bit. Um, and that was, that was my premise for writing the book. So it's not really based on any of my personal experiences. I do know, I do have friends uh, who've adopted children um, and I do have friends who uh, inherited children, if you like, uh, by becoming step-parents. Um, so I do know what it's like for gay people to parent children, um, but none of those experiences were put into this particular story. Uh, this particular story came right out of my imagination as I imagined what it would be like in today's climate uh, in Melbourne for uh, a gay man who he starts off in a relationship but ends up being single, uh, how it is for him to fight to... And look after his niece and nephew. So, tell me about Sean and Brett, because um, Sean is the main character of the novel, and his uh, Brett um, is his partner. And Brett initially objects to um, uh, Sean coming home with uh, adopted children because he's never wanted to raise children. So, without going into too much spoilers, tell me about this kind of th- this relationship in the book. Like, g- give me give us some of the juicy details. <laughs> Not too juicy, well, but, you know, <laughs> juicy enough for radio. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's early in the morning down there, so I wouldn't say anything too juicy. Um, no. Uh, um, well, um, Sean and Brett have been in a relationship for the last six years. Uh, but when uh, Sean is asked by his sister to adopt uh, her two kids, his niece and nephew, Lucas and Megan, um he does it, he agrees to it without saying anything to Brett. Uh, and in that, he realises just how much he doesn't actually love Brett. Uh, because he doesn't really... Uh, I'm going to make, make him sound a little bit callous, I don't mean to, but it, it, it's almost as if he doesn't care what Brett thinks. He's going to do it anyway, you know? Um, and that's when they split. 
but I won't tell you what happens after that because that would really spoil um, the plot. Uh, but something happens to Brett immediately after, which helps you, the reader, to understand why he was so adamant that he didn't want to raise children. Uh, and it's something that not even Sean knows about, not even, his, not even Brett's best friend Tricia knows about. It's something that happens to him, and that's the reason why he's so adamant. And when I think, when the reader um, uh, reads that and, and gets hold of that, um, that is a truly shocking twist. And so whether or not Sean and Brett get through that, again, I'm not going to tell you because that will spoil the plot. So you're an independent author and all of your books are only available as ebooks. Tell me about that. Um, how, do, how did you come to be an independent author? And, you know, t- tell me about what it's like self-publishing as a, as a gay man. Well, it's, it's you know, you, you're basically, you're a one-man business. Um, you, you not only do you have to do the writing, but you also have to do the marketing, the promotion, um, and all of that kind of thing. Um, now, normally, of course, if you sign with a mainstream publisher, they do all of that for you. Um, I, start, I sent off uh, my work to several publishers um, eight, nine, ten years ago, and um, with, got all the usual rejection letters. And then Amazon came along with this idea that you can self-publish with them through their KDP platform. And I did that, and it really worked for me. And, um, and so I decided then to concentrate on the ebook market because if you, if you try and publish paperbacks and finance them yourself, it becomes a very costly business. Um, but just publishing ebooks, uh, basically, it, all it requires is for me to upload the book onto Amazon, and within a few hours, it's on sale worldwide. So, um, that's the route I decided to, to take. I still approach mainstream publishers um, every now and again, um, but I, that's not top of my priority list because the advantage of being self-published uh, through Amazon, being an independent author, is that I retain control of everything. Uh, I, re- I retain control of the plot, the characters, the actual book itself, but also I decide what goes on the cover and I decide how I market it. So, you know, I would be uh, reluctant to give up that control, and I would only give up that control for a very good deal from the mainstream publisher. It seems as though if you go through traditional like publication methods, that there are a lot of snags that LGBT authors especially can get caught on. Um, like, you know, there are certain genres that are more friendly than others. Certainly YA has seen a huge boom in, uh, in, uh, LGBT literature, but there are other, um, but there are other genres where it's just a lot harder to get a real, like, you know, meaty, authentic, high quality LGBT story to really get the support it needs. It is. I mean, there there are some authors who've managed to cross over. Um, I mean, I think it's uh, Sarah Waters, for instance. Uh, who wrote Fingersmith and The Paying Guest, um, and also authors like Patrick Gale and uh, John Boyne from, from Ireland. Uh, these, these are people who've managed to cross over 
but they are very few. You can really count them on one hand. And um, it's, it's, it's a shame, but, you know, I'm in there and I'm trying to, I'm writing specific, uh, specifically about a gay lifestyle, but one uh, which I think, and, but I think the story itself will appeal to non-gay readers as well, because it is just, it is about, you know, an uncle fighting for his niece and nephew. Well, I think that will carry resonance not just within the gay community, but within the rest of, of society as well. So you have over 20 books to your name. Which one is your favourite? Oh, <laughs> oh, you devil. Um... <laughs> it's like asking well, you to pick a favourite child. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, obviously I want people to check out Uncle Dad because I, to be perfectly honest with you, Nicholas, I am immensely proud of it. I really, really am. Um I uh, I really really am pleased with the result, um, but as well as Uncle Dad, um, I think uh, a book that I did called Murder at Broken Ridge, um, which is about a, a murder that takes place in a fictional New South Wales town called uh, Broken Ridge, uh, and it takes place 30 years ago, and it's, it remains uh, an unsolved case. And it's about the best friend of the person who was murdered who comes back to the town um, and tries to finally get justice for his best friend. And he ends up finding out something about his own identity, which not only um, identifies the killer, but says something about himself, which he wished he didn't know. Um, So I'm, yeah, I would recommend, I would recommend that one, yeah. Murder at Broken Ridge. Uncle Dad is now available for pre-order. Where can people pre-order it? And after it comes out, where can people buy it? Well, uh, the answer to both is Amazon Australia, um, because I publish exclusively through Amazon. Um, and uh, at the moment, uh, it's, uh, available, it's available for pre-order for 99 cents. Obviously, once it's out on the 24th of July, uh, the price will go up. Uh, but I'll also be running some special offers as well. But at the moment, um, it's just 99 cents. Well, yes. <laughs> well, you have, you know, this is all part of the promotion, you know. And I, I mean, with more than ever, I mean, I, I really, I really do believe in this book, Nicholas. And more than ever, I really want people, and I really want people within the gay community um, to really take to this book and to... Um, appreciate you know that I've, I've really done this to um show that you know that the, the the really bold temporary side of our community and uh that you know that is set in melbourne but i mean it could be it could be the uk it could be america it could be any western country um you know and i just decided to test in melbourne because i love melbourne um but it could the, the story could be reflected of any uh, Western society, you know, and I think it, it's it's you know a lot of um, novels, you know, popular fiction, um, they still don't put gay people across in a very positive way. And I wanted to put, I wanted to write a novel where you know there's a bunch of gay people. There's not just gay people in it. There are you know um, straight people as well, straight characters as well. 
Uh, but with the gay characters, you know, they're a bunch of people who have got strong values, strong principles, you know, sometimes they love each other, sometimes they fall out, whatever. Uh, but it shows them in, I think, a very positive way. That was David Menon speaking with Nicholas Kamenyusandri. And just a reminder that Uncle Dad is available for pre-order from your favorite bookstore. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organization, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.